0: Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Happy Friday. You know, as always, I'm in my feelings very deeply on Friday. This week, we unpacked quite a bit on the podcast um, between Woody Allen and For me, that naturally leads to Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and anybody else, Harvey Weinstein, all these predators out here. And listen, that's not the sum total of all men. That is a, a small subsection of men. But my issue is we allow that kind of behavior to go unpunished because someone's famous for something. And uh, that's ridiculous. You know, people beef about Bill Cosby finally being in jail. He, oh, man, now, who cares? You know, this whole whisper network that kept him, you know, all through the Cosby show, someone knew he was doing that, drugging people and, you know, extorting. Uh, I don't even know if that's extortion. He was just trying, you know, using that as a way to uh control people and get them to you know show up at his house by dangling the carrot of you could be on the cosby show which was the number one show and kids today won't understand so you couldn't get your media in so many ways you could only get it on tv or on the radio you got music from the radio and they played a very strict rotation you got your television shows off of TV, and and at the time your show came on, that's the only time you could see it, and so that's a lot of power, and he used that, and uh, he did it before, you know, before the Cosby Show. He was always, you know, once he got successful, there I knew who Bill Cosby was, you know, and um, he was probably in his late forties when the Cosby Show became a phenomenon, you know, and even he probably didn't expect that. But that doesn't mean, you know, it's it's hunting season. Uh, Oprah says it, and it's true. Money makes you more of who you are. So he probably just, you know, ramped it up because it's like, I've got the number one TV show in the world. I am America's favorite TV dad. Uh, my TV family is idyllic. And I'm just going to knock some chicks out and uh, have some hot sex with them. <laughs> okay very strange so yeah I I it just it's so upsetting to me because I mean you know if you went to sleep in 1983 and you just woke up you'd be devastated to hear that Bill Cosby's in jail for for being a predator OJ Simpson uh is believed by a lot of people to be uh, a murderer. Um, Michael Jackson was accused of pedophilia. He was addicted to drugs and is dead now. I mean, like if you were in a time capsule, you'd be like, you would not believe it. You would not believe it. So my whole, like I've been saying, my whole thing is your mission. Should you choose to accept it is to believe what you are seeing that that will go a long way in your life. Turns out I have a lot of younger listeners, uh friends of mine are are sending the podcast to their kids. Um when I look at the demographics, there are people who are, you know, young folks listening and I appreciate that. And I have a certain rapport with uh kids. I I just relate to them really well. And you know what the secret is? I just talk to them like I talk to everybody else. <laughs> I may not pepper curse words all the time when I'm talking to little kids, but I basically just have conversations with them. I ask them what they're thinking. You know, it's amazing how many people, uh, dumb down their conversation or don't actually talk to kids, but they're hilarious and they have opinions and thoughts, you know, and, uh, you just have to ask them. And I don't know. I remember asking, uh, my nephew had a had an interesting situation in his childhood, and it basically wound up that his mom was a single mom, even though that wasn't her intention. But the, the dad just wasn't that into it. He just did not want to be my nephew's dad. And so, uh, you know, that creates situations, you know. That's the thing. And I remember uh, I just asked him. I guess he was about four or five. I was like, does that bother you? And he was like, yeah, it bothers me, but, you know. Basically, I don't remember the details. I just remember him saying it bothered him. And I remember probably knowing me saying something like, well, you have a lot of other people who want to be in your life and love you very, very much. And that may not make up for for that totally, but it's not nothing. We, we care very, very deeply for you. That was one conversation I remember us having. And another conversation when he was a little kid. I remember I came home from college and I was like, How's school going? How is it going there? Are you liking it? He was he had just started a preschool kindergarten type situation. And he was like, Yeah, I like it. But some of the kids get drunk at lunch. And I was like, What? What? And he was like, Yeah, they uh they bring wine coolers in their in their lunch, you know, boxes or something. And I was like, What are you saying? I mean, I was upset. I was like, what? what kind of school is this? They bringing kids are getting drunk. And, I mean, I was just uh, living. I was like, did you tell your mother? And then all of a sudden he just sort of looks at me and he's like, I'm just kidding. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah, I was just joking. Nobody does that. And I was like, I don't know. He goes, that, "That was pretty funny. And he just started laughing at me because I was really so upset. I was like 19 or 20. And I was like, like live it and then he just looks at me and just starts cracking up and he's laughing and I'm like wait this baby's kind of an asshole (laughs) like he completely just manipulated me and uh, that's pretty much our relationship (laughs) we make each other laugh Uh, but yeah that's and he was a kid then you know I just talk to kids and uh, occasionally you'll come across one who's a smart ass and uh likes to play jokes. Um but you know, it is still fun to talk to the kids. They're hilarious. They'll tell you exactly what they're thinking. So young people, uh I'm not kidding. You guys are way ahead of the game. You're savvy, you're tech savvy for sure. You care about your money. You care about how you earn money uh, and and earn a living. Uh you know, that's an amazing a uh, gift to have and many of you have a great head start uh find something you're passionate about and don't be afraid to to pivot if you fall out of love with being a uh, auto mechanic or whatever you can go do something else you have your whole life ahead of you it's not 1940 you don't have to go get a job at the factory and uh get married and have you know eight kids and die at the factory you know, you're not probably going to find a job that'll keep you for 60 years with pension and benefits like they had in the 50s and I guess into the 60s. And then somehow, you know, it started to be cool to just start breaking up unions. And uh, by the time we got to the 80s, it was like, you in a union? You're crazy. Let's bust it up, you know? So you don't have to live like that anymore. You can be a a police officer for 10 years and be like, you know what, this might not be for me anymore. And then be a stockbroker. You know, go work for Edward Jones. Or you could go start your own business. Or you could study HVAC and go do that. You know, you're going to be here a long time. You know, life is short, but it's not, you know, 100 years is really not that long. Comparatively speaking, like the earth is, you know, what? hundreds of millions, billions of years old, however old it is. I think I I think the number I settled on is something like three hundred million years old. That could be wrong. I'm fine with that. It's super old is my point. And we're not here that long. You know? Humans are only here for a, a very short amount of time. However, if you're actually living a life, you know, you you're you've got time. You do and you don't. That's the dichotomy. You know, you you can live your life in chunks. Who you are at 20 is not anywhere close to what you're going to be at 40. You know, and give yourself that kind of room to change. And it's okay. You don't have to have all the answers at 18. I certainly did not. I picked the right major for myself. But if it sounds like it was an easy, you're not listening to this podcast. If it sounds like it's been easy for me to get from where I started to here in my career, yeah, nah, it wasn't. And there was no technology like this to help me spread that information to you. So just take it easy on yourself. Not too easy. There's nothing cute about being lazy. Everybody wants to be slick. There's no way to to be successful and take shortcuts. It's just not. You've got to do the work. And it doesn't mean that you've got to work so hard that you don't have time to enjoy it. And, you know, it just means find something you enjoy doing and the money will come. Find something you enjoy doing and, you know, the promotion, the praise, all of that comes If you enjoy what you're doing. Now, what's almost impossible is to be miserable and kicking rocks and feeling successful. Like, like those two things don't go together. None of those things go together. So, you got to find the joy. You got to... Somebody was asking me if I was depressed the other day. I was like, depressed? I don't care how bad things get. I'm a writer. I'm never depressed. (laughs) I can write it all down and... You know people ask me all the time well, your your dialogue is so realistic. How did you get because i'm I'm writing down what I heard someone say, you know, some of this is just straight uh, documentation, you know so it is what it is, kids, stay encouraged, be excited about your future, you know, and don't let anybody talk you out of your destiny. Even people who love you very, very much will not understand what your mission is sometimes. You know what I mean? I was born into a pretty uh blue-collar, hard-working uh family. And and I came home like I'm a film major. And I mean, you might as well I don't know. I should have just grown another head. That might have been uh more easy for my mom to accept. Because <laughs> she just looked at me like I was crazy. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm an artist. I can't help it. It just, it just, it's like a tattoo. It is a part of me. And, uh, you know, I love to tell stories. I love to, to uh, transform people, Uh, mostly transport people is probably more accurate. You know, a good story takes you from A to B. You know, you start off over there and you wind up over here. That's what a good storyteller should do. You know, I like to make people laugh. I like to make people think that's just part of who I am. So, you know, you'll find your way. Just don't let people try to push you. They love you, but don't let them try to push you off the block. You know, you you call him alone down there. And if you don't know who that is, Google him. You know, except for Michael Jordan, if Michael Jordan hadn't been playing at the same time as he was, he would have been a champion a couple times over. But don't let people move you off the block. Do not let people Dennis Rodman you, you know, because watch that. Google Dennis Rodman and Karl Malone, which is the NBA I missed, by the way. All right. So uh, I didn't mean to like bag on uh, I Care A Lot by net- on Netflix. It wasn't bad. I listened to the podcast a little bit because I was unsure. I- it wasn't bad. It was OK. I think that's an intriguing topic, and I would like it to either be a noir or a thriller pick one like either go for or a comedy or whatever dark comedy whatever it was you were you can't be all of those things just pick one and I would like to see that topic covered in a, either a more a more outlandish way or a more serious thriller way you know but that's just my taste uh let's see what did I want to touch on so yes uh sunday The second installment of uh, Woody Allen and Mia Farrow is coming on HBO. Looking forward to that. HBO is on fire. There's a Tina Turner uh, documentary coming on that I'm interested in watching. I definitely want to see it in documentary form. What's Love got to do with it? it was entertaining, but it's nothing better than hearing the story from the person, you know, I'm heavy into documentaries and docuseries, so I'm super excited about that. I'm not sure the date, but you know, I will let you know what's up with Russell Wilson, y'all NFL talk real quick. Listen, I love football. I think that's documented on here right now. It's the only sport I watch when St. Louis gets a soccer team. I'll watch that. I'll be all in on that. I hope the NFL never comes back to St. Louis. They have punked us twice and it's ridiculous. And I know as much as I love the NFL, I can see a time where the way the business is run, I will have to stop watching it because they just do not give a damn about the fans for real. Having said all that, Russell Wilson is mad about it. And I heard one of these pundits go on and on, these sports guys. Well, he he's married to Sierra and they need to be in L.A. because she's a superstar. Now, listen, I like Sierra. She's great. Their Instagram is life. I love their family. However, Sierra's not Beyonce, okay? Her career is not demanding he move out of Seattle. His issue is not with Seattle. I don't believe that to be true. I believe his issue is the same that Deshaun Watson has, which is the same as most any of these guys who are disgruntled with the fact that nobody's listening to them. You're watching old-ass Tom Brady get to a whole new team And he was able to win in New England without a lot of input. But then he gets down to Tampa and he basically is running the personnel. Like, I want this person, I want that person, I want this person. And they win a Super Bowl. And now people are looking like, hey, what is it about him? I get that he's won the rings, but I'm I'm the one that's driving this ship here. Why aren't you listening to me? People want to be heard. They want to be valued and they want to be appreciated. So what is the point of of hiring, the, of signing these guys to these giant contracts and then you don't listen to them? That's all Deshaun Watson. He was like, listen, you said I was going to be a part of this process and now I'm not. And so you hire a coach I didn't have any input in. You hired, I think they even had to hire a GM down in Houston. That, And then you traded away D Hop last year. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, he didn't want that. You know, it's like money is one part of it, but input is everything. Because you're the one that's out there getting your brains beaten in. You're the one that's risking every limb and uh, organ in your body. You should be able to say, hey, you gave me all this money. You value my body, but you don't value my mind. You want my arm. But it's, you know, and I'm not saying there's racism involved in that, but there is something there that suggests that owners are super fine with you just uh, taking the money and throwing the damn ball. Just do what we tell you. But I think Russell Wilson, I think uh, Deshaun Watson and probably, you know, Aaron Rodgers a little bit. They just want you to, like, give them something they can work with. You know, but Aaron's got a coach. I don't know what Malafleur did in the playoffs. That was a very odd call he made, but um you know, they they haven't given him a ton of of everything, but th- that could that was repaired with getting him a coach he wanted. But Deshaun didn't have any say in that coach. Listen, that dude is ready to go. Russell Wilson is ready to go. He wants more say. And when you're getting smashed around like that, I don't blame you. I would want some say too. But I think it's curious that they're okay paying this much. But uh, some of these organizations don't want to listen. They don't care what you think. They just want you to perform. And there's a certain there's something to be said about that. Um, It is disrespectful because you know, I, I everybody wants to be valued, and it doesn't make sense. What is the point in paying? I don't see the point in paying someone that kind of money and then being like, I don't care what you think. Just get out there. (laughs) Like I wouldn't do that. I want to make you the happiest person in the world. Uh, cause we have a very small window to win. And I think Mark Schler said it best of the 32 football teams out there. There's like six that are actually trying to win a championship. And, uh, Some of them are just riding, coasting on on past glory. And my beloved Steelers are one of those. Ben Roethlisberger needs to go. I say trade Roethlisberger for Deshaun Watson. I don't care about the math of it. Just make it happen. And, uh, you know, let's just start winning. I would love to see Mike Tomlin with a a younger, uh, more athletic player who... I think, would like to play for him. I don't always think that Ben wants to play for him. So that's my take on that. That's still my wish list. And there's so many great young QBs out there. Listen, Russell Wilson is not a bad guy. Russell Wilson is the is the standard of the NFL. He's a good human being. He is deeply entrenched in the community. He is a, a, a prayerful... Spiritual family man, that's the dude you want on your team. And if he says he wants to go to Dallas, if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm figuring out how to make it happen. (laughs) He said Dallas, New Orleans, uh, I can't remember the other two, like Chicago and one other place. I would be doing everything I could to get him, you know? Uh, And if he winds up in Chicago, that lets you know that it wasn't Seattle. Because, Seattle's not a Los Angeles either I mean uh, Chicago's not Los Angeles either and believe it or not not everybody wants to live in LA and if he goes to Chicago you already know listen LA is great I prefer to be there between January and March (laughs) because uh even I'm looking at how I might have to spend more time out there just for business purposes. But everybody doesn't want to live there. And everybody who moves there isn't super successful with that. It takes a lot to make you happy in a whole city. The weather's just a part of it. But you know, the crowds, the expense, the taxes, there's a lot to consider. So I'm not thinking that Russell is just can't wait to live in LA and try to be in LA because of Sierra. Like I said, I like Sierra. She's talented and I love their family, but she's not Beyonce. Her career is not driving them. The ones paying, the one that's paying the bills is Russell and he just wants to be heard. And I don't blame him. Their, their team has been kind of like subpar and they haven't restocked the defense. They really haven't done much with the offense. They've got a great uh receiver and DK Metcalf, they need to just do the work. Listen to Russell. Don't let him do all the cooking, you know, but list let him cook a little bit. Talk to him. Talk to him and see how you can build a better squad. You know, cause this window's gonna close and who knows. Seattle was not relevant before Russell Wilson. Thank you very much. All right. That's it. I have uh I'm <clears throat> in my feelings on everything from the NFL to uh to uh that movie the upcoming docu-series coming on um uh, that tina's gonna be good i think and then uh i wanted to make a recommendation if you guys are home this weekend and you're looking for something cool because listen covid's not gone it's not gone away you should still be limiting your contact with people go ahead and check out peaky blinders on netflix it's a british show very good very good, very stylishly filmed. I think it's like four or five seasons. Netflix, uh, you know, gets it after it airs in Britain. Uh, I don't know when it's coming back, but it's one of my favorites. It's really well done. So Piggy Blinders, I recommend that. Uh, yeah, I've been meaning to recommend it. I just forget. And also, uh, Top Boy. It's another British show. Um, Drake brought it back but the first ones are shorter. Like the first two seasons are like four episodes and then Drake executive produced a third season. I think it was fantastic. Just check it out. It's good stuff out here. Netflix is tough because you could be cruising for hours trying to find something to watch. So if you like crime thrillers, I think you'll like those too. All right. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are the best. I could not and would not do this podcast if I didn't think anybody was listening. I can see by the numbers that y'all are listening. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Remember, any music you hear on here uh, is available on Spotify. It's available on Apple Music, Amazon Music, anywhere you listen uh, to music. It's the Culper Manifest, there are music content team, we are undergoing some changes. But uh, I will always be grateful for what everybody who has touched any of those projects has brought to them. And uh, yeah, we're just on our way. We're on our way to some really, really good stuff. And you guys are a part of that. I've got mad love and respect for you. Please take care, be your best.
1: uh uh-huh. The summer sun shining bright through the canopy, steep, A slight breeze through the palm trees tampering me A sea from the mountain peaks, the camera beats. I wanna go with the flow, I wanna flirt with the tide I wanna float in a boat, I wanna surf on a slide I wanna open my soul and find my purpose inside I know it's in it, but I really just don't know where it hides It was kinda of bizarre when I got in my car And left it all behind, I thought I lost my mind But I just closed my eyes and hit the road to drive No clock to watch, so I ain't know the time I was so surprised, I felt so alive My old polarized, so the sun arose my eyes On an open road, I'm feeling like Dolomite Even though I took a devil and just rolled to die that's like fuck it Like fuck it So So now I'm feeling free Free Cause it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you you, I'll never wanna leave So now I'm feeling free, free Cause it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you, you I'll never wanna leave So now I'm feeling free Because free, it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you you, I'll never wanna leave so now I'm feeling free, uh, free, uh, cause it's where I wanna be, uh, be uh, in between me and you. Uh. I don't ever wanna huh. If you got a dream You better follow it If you are fighting pride You better swallow it If you have a doubt Just acknowledge it It's cool to be afraid But don't be a cowardice yes. If you got a dream You better follow it If you are fighting pride You better swallow it If you have a doubt Just acknowledge it It's cool to be afraid But don't be a cowardice yes. So when I did arrive The time changed my life Now I can say I really did it And it made me like, like. A pioneer on the frontier native life. Like. like Zeus was a Sioux chief lazy uh, ride. Right. Maybe I find a babe with hazel eyes Made my wife and babies live a lazy life That ain't happen with the poor. I was making guys, you can do anything if you make your mind live Fuck it lie, fuck it Lie, fuck it, lie, fuck it And I'm California free And I'm California phone you're free And I'm California free And I'm calling phone you're free and I'm